Welcome to the Gonzo Moe Newsroom. I almost said no name anime show. I don't know what's going on. My name's JP. I haven't tried my tea yet. Is it too hot to drink? We're going to find out shortly on the Newsroom. I'm joined by Vinny and Kyle. How are you doing, Vinny? I am doing pretty good. Um, yeah, that's about it. Sick. How about you, Kyle? Well, just to be a contrarian, I'm doing also good. No, so kind of got yeah. What what's wrong? No, I just I, I thought I'd be contrarian by not being a contrarian. Really, I'm Ooh. playing 4D chess over here. I like that. You're in 3022 or whatever. <laughs> I, I know everybody's on the edge of their seat, but I just tried the tea and it is at nearly the perfect drinking temperature. So I think it's gonna be a good show. This show is, of course, the news broom. We said that already. It's an hour-long recap of the previous week's news. We just read the headlines of Anime News Network. Do we read the stories? I don't know. Sometimes I just make shit up. It is on Google, probably, iTunes. They don't call it that anymore. Apple Podcasts is probably what it's called. And also, Spotify is where you could find it. We're also on Twitter. You can find our handles in our show notes, which can be found in all those pod places, as well as the website, gonzo.moe, which has all of our episodes for your downloading pleasure or displeasure. Really, I can't tell you how to feel about it. You can also leave voicemail at 716-46-MOE43. That's 716-466-6343. I kind of feel like stalling because there's not a lot of great news this week. Isn't it odd that the podcast has outlived the iPod? Yeah. Oh, do they not make iPods anymore? I think the last iPod they just discontinued. Stopped. Oh, God. So what are we going to start calling? Are we a phone cast? <laughs> this is <laughs> this is disconcerting. I don't know what to do anymore. This will be like how they put a floppy disk as the save icon in word processors. Now podcasts, they'll be like, why do they call it that? I think that's enough stalling. Let's get into the news. Where are the demons? Bring on the pain! <laughs> I wonder how many people take that sound effect at face value and don't question why it plays. That's from Rune Soldier episode two, I think. And that's the sound I played for the news on my very first podcast. Anyway, there's some anime getting made. Surprise, uh, the anime industry exists and anime gets produced. There's a show called My Home Hero. It actually sounds pretty good. If you've seen the movie Taken, sounds like Taken the anime. It's like Taken, but a salary man. Or, you know, actually, there was a... Oh, goodness, I can't remember what it was called, but it was from the creators of Saw. They did a movie where, like, the main character's, like, kid got killed, and the guy went on a rampage and, like, found the gang members that killed him. And this is essentially that. It's about a salary man whose daughter is attacked, and then he goes on presumably a rampage. I cannot uh, ascertain that from the single paragraph that they give as a description but it says he goes on a journey into a dangerous world to protect his family i think it sounds pretty cool who knows when it's going to come out maybe next year uh do you remember lollipop chainsaw that was a video game i don't remember liking it how about you two i recognize the name 
Nice, nice. Well, yeah, I like, uh, you know, it's from Suda51, who I like. Uh, and I think that was his collab. He did that with James Gunn, yeah. <laughs> who I know from writing the original live-action Scooby-Doo movie, but others probably know for his work behind Guardians of the Galaxy and oh, The and Suicide Squad. I was going to say, most famously, for his really awful Twitter. <laughs> Um, no, no. You, I mean, I think they know him from his work on the famous YouTube series PG Porn. <laughs> yep, that's um, it. That's I where had, people know him. From. I had no idea that James Gunn was involved in that video game until this happened. But uh, the CEO of a video game company I've never heard of, Dragami Games, said, "Hey, Lollipop Chainsaw is back," and there's no other information. It's yeah. hard to say whether this is a sequel game or whether they're just re-releasing the original game. I I know that a lot of people really liked this one and like the style was uh, pretty yeah. cool, but I don't remember it being a fun video game. You know, I, I do think people... I mean, Suda51 is known for his style, right? Like his games are maybe not... like You know, they vary. Like I know that some people really love like his earlier work or maybe you like, but you know, I think in general, you know, they're fun and they're, they have a lot of personality and you can't always say that, especially remember this was a PS3 and 360 game, a, like a gen with a lot of very samey grayish Brown looking games. So some personality is never a bad thing. Uh, I hope that we see more from them and just like, you know, uh, uh, you know, even let's say that it did have problems, a sequel could fix it up. And a remaster would definitely fix some of the technical hiccups. So I'm, I'm looking, here for it. I'm looking at Suda 51's, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, video gameography. Yeah. And I don't I'm think I like him. Um, I don't hate him, but I didn't care for No More Heroes. I didn't care for, uh, what do you call it, the video game we're talking about now, Lollipop Chainsaw. I'm seeing if there's anything on here that I do. He did the uh, awesome Shadows of the Damned, I think it's called. I don't think I played that one. It looks like he did a Samurai Champloo game at one point. That's interesting. Yeah. And I think he did a Fatal Frame game. I think he worked on a Fatal Frame. Uh, and of see. course, I'm a big, I like Fatal Frame. Oh, Shadows of the Damned. I remember, th- I must have rented this. This looks very, very familiar. Yeah, it's like a giant skull gun and he like, Uses it like a, like his dick. I was going to say, with it, it does, would not surprise me if you had to jack off the gun. Because that was also... Like, it doesn't actually look like a penis. But, he, you know, it's like the way that, like, I mean, rock stars hold it. It's that kind of speak thing. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I mean, it does have a skull, <laughs> so there is head involved. <laughs> uh, so, High Dive is streaming some anime. That's surprising. Uh, <laughs> Push. They got the I'm quitting heroing animes two part OVA. I made it through that headline, guys. Uh, yeah, this is the the one that doesn't sound great. They all don't sound great. If we're gonna yeah. be honest, uh, this is a two part OVA. The first part will be June 24th. Second part will be August 24th. I actually thought the premise was kind of funny. This is the premise for the show, not necessarily the OVA. It's about a guy that like helped defeat you know, the evil demon lord or whatever. And then afterwards, people were afraid of him. So he decides to go help the demon lord rebuild his empire. Which, I don't know. I mean, it's probably not good, but I think that's a funny premise. 
Right. This is the RPG uh, protagonist variant of the whole like, oh, what if we cure cancer? What are we going to do then? <laughs> Except the doctor in this case, I guess, would be trying to get cancer back. Yeah, so gonna, not the perfect analogy. Cancer but, numbers you know. really just haven't been what they used to be. We got to up that. Got to hit our quota. Uh, that's why Girl Talk uh, does EDM music. <laughs> I think that's his name. Uh, High Dive is also getting Eero Doku. They already had this, so they're streaming the dub. It looks like that started streaming by the time you hear this. It looks like it's it's debuting today. And that the dub person does this interest you as a dub person? Um, no, because I don't want to watch the show. But I'm I'm a big fan of uh, more things having English dubs. So I guess cool. it's good news. It's just not a show for me. Uh, but I, I check in. I do like that it says, uh, you know, the descendant of mages, 17-year-old Hitomi, who lost her sense of color and grew up lacking emotion. <laughs> like, did she or is she just poorly written? It could go either way. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like the solution that they propose, which seems to be the whole show. Uh, is it sending her to magic boarding school? No, they... Apparently this happens in either a different world or sometime in the future. And so they send her back to the year 2018. There, she spends time with 17-year-old Kohaku, which I guess is her grandmother, and friends doing club activities. Because that's going to bring back the color in your life. You like know, basically, they're like, do the most boring thing imaginable. That'll fix the it. the definition of club and like what drugs they're using, sure, that yeah, could work. that's fair. I'm, I, one thing that I do really like about these shows that I would never watch is the descriptions are so plain. We have one that's coming up a few stories up and it's like, this show's about a Fox that hangs out with people <laughs> like, all yeah. right. I love it. There's 12 episodes of that. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that, I mean, look at the uh, Gretzico. It's like, this is a cat that has a job <laughs> or whatever that show's about. And then goes to karaoke. Uh, Chainsaw Man's coming back. That is not surprising because we knew this over a year ago. I mean, you know, it might have been announced when it wrapped up. And we have the anime coming, I believe, later this year. Uh, so Chainsaw Man ran for, I want to say, just shy of 100 chapters or maybe just over. It, it wasn't super long. And it stopped, I think, because it was getting to be it was riding the line of like what was acceptable for Shonen Jump, I think. Mm-hmm. And so it graduated to, I believe, Shonen Jump Plus. Is that Yeah, written? that's yes. where it will be coming back on uh, July 13th. So it's probably still going to be in the Viz app, which uh, let's see if it actually says that in here. Did I? I didn't copy paste that part, but I think it's still going to be in the Viz app. It would be silly of them not to because it's a very, very popular it show. It says it will continue to serialize on Manga Plus. That's uh, what it definitely says. Oh, in interesting. English, Spanish, Thai, French, and Portuguese. Well, Manga Plus is their um, international, international from the perspective of Japan. So I imagine it'll still be in the Viz app. Yeah, we'll find There's out. There's less distinction here, honestly. Uh, there's also going to be in the like weeks coming up, to Chainsaw Man returning, there will be a one-shot titled, what is it, Public Safety? No, 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 that's the name of Chainsaw Man's arc. I put it in here to strip the flesh. There it is. Uh, so that, oh wait, nope, I said that wrong. It's Listen to Me Normally. Uh, to strip the flesh is the artist uh, that's helping's previous work. 
My bad. Uh, did either of you read Chainsaw Man? No, but I've heard good things about it and all the one shots they've done that are also not like one. Well, Chainsaw Man. Mm-hmm. Like Goodbye Area, I know her. It was I heard great things about when that um, was available. That's coming out in book form. It looks like. What about you? So Kyle? I should. Not yet, but uh, I mean, I'm definitely going to be paying attention to this new anime coming out. And if I like that, I will go back to the manga. Yeah, I so I read all the manga because I wanted to know what the hype was about. Because there was, this was like at the beginning of lockdown. There was some chapter, if you've read Chainsaw Man, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, but there was a chapter that went, I would say like semi-viral, it was trending uh, because there was like a a big event that happened in this chapter. And I wanted to know what it was. So I read all of Chainsaw Man to find out what everybody was freaking out about. And I just didn't get like, the, the moment that happened was, it was an impactful moment, but like, I just, I couldn't find myself to care about any of the characters a lot of them looked the same. I found a lot of it really confusing. And uh, I don't know. I don't get the hype, but it's one of the most popular manga out right now. And uh, I'm probably just wrong. And maybe I need to read it again. But the anime, I think, will be good. I think I might. Go ahead. I've heard from a lot of people that it's not for them. So I think it's one of those very good if you like it, but it's not. But it is divisive in ways. I usually like like hyper violent nihilistic anime and manga though i think maybe i like read it too fast i don't know uh i think it also is so i have trouble with manga when there's a lot of action like i really like manga where it's just like people hanging out and like a story is happening and there's like a not a a, a not a non-action heavy story so like something like flowers of evil like that is is like good manga for me but when it gets to be too much fighting or whatever, like in Demon Slayer, I just get lost because I have trouble following the action. And Chainsaw Man has a lot of action. And that's why I think I'm going to enjoy the anime a lot better. Uh, but that is coming out July 13th to, to finally get to the piece of news. So we've got, uh, what is it, probably two weeks, two or three weeks, and that's going to be coming out. Uh, this next one is really interesting. So there was an anime called Tico and Friends that came out in 1994, and I believe it was part of World Masterpiece Theater. It's not an adapted project, which is unique. Oh, it was an original project? Yeah, like it's not, you know, because the World Masterpiece are usually like, you know, Anne of Green Gables mm-hmm. or like something that is a famous story that is just like, like is the kind of thing that would be easy to export to other countries, mm-hmm. which is why a lot of them are very famous in places like Italy and France. Um, but this was an original thing that was just underneath that umbrella. So this uh, series inspired a new film that's coming out called Nanami and the Quest for Atlantis. I don't know a ton about either of these things. I just thought it was really interesting that this older you know, probably mostly forgotten show inspired a new film. I don't know how they're related because I did not read the entire article because, you know, that's just what I do. Well, it looks kind of going to Kyle's point that this is a French studio producing this. So there's only another, it's probably a Japanese uh, French co-production to make this film. That is a detail that I missed. <laughs> so, 
but yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, for fans of Tokyo Revengers, uh, the manga is getting a spinoff. It is about Kisuke and Chifuyu, which, like, that's another show where there's kind of all the characters look sort of samey to me. Uh, so that is the character Baji, who is the person that, like, joined the rival gang in season two, or like the second half of season one, however you want to delineate or differentiate that. Uh, and then Chifuyu was his like friend growing up. There was like a flashback episode that I think was like the second to last episode uh, of the season. So this is just going to be an expanded version of that is uh, my understanding. Because uh, it says it's from them meeting to their parting. So probably just, I don't know, a longer version of that episode, which was weirdly placed chronologically. I think it would have been more impactful if it was like two or three episodes before it happened. Uh, yeah. You guys like Naruto and Fortnite? No. Cool. <laughs> Fortnite is literally the close. Like I, I play it because it's the only thing my brother plays uh, that is multiplayer. Um, but like, I, like Fortnite is Ready Player One. It is that dystopia. Just this is what it is. Well, I've got great news for you, Vinny, because there's a Naruto and Fortnite team up. This is the second time Naruto has collaborated with Fortnite. On June 24th, there's going to be some new costumes featuring the likes of Hinata, Gara, Itachi, and Orochimaru, that snake guy that interrupted the Chunin exams. Yes, I remember those days. I was uh, watching them on fan subs. That fucking guy. That's when I stopped reading Naruto. I was so mad. I've probably told this story before, but I just all I all I cared about was the Gara and Sasuke fight, and then that motherfucking snake guy's like actually this is more important, and I think I stopped reading like that week. Uh, so maybe they did fight, and I just never found out. Uh, for fans of Yamishibai, there is a new series coming out from that creative team. It is called KJ File. I believe that is Kamishibai. Is what that may uh, stand for. I think for. it's Kaiju is the goal of that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it is of the KJ. Well, I I just <laughs> I saw in the article where is it? Oh goodness, I lost it. I can't find it. I thought in here they wrote uh, Kamishibai. Oh, the new Kamishibai paper storytelling animation series will re reunite many staff that worked on Yamishibai. So probably similar style, just about kaiju. So if you like that, then you'll probably like this one. I mean, I'm going to check this out because I don't like uh, Yamashibai because it's um, scary, but I do like kaiju. <laughs> I do think the style of it is is interesting. Yeah, they just when you think they're out, they pull me back in. Good, I want stuff that I want to watch. It's yeah. this is why I like anime. Is I want weird shit. Yeah, no, I want the weird stuff too. I'm I'm all down for this. I am so fascinated by the concept of Yamishibai. I've never seen it, but it's 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 similar like that and like folk tales from Japan. It's like these are shows that like nobody on Twitter talks about that just air forever. How dare you! Ink is always watching both of those shows. I mean, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying shows that I... talks about them on Twitter. Just shows that maybe I have ink blocked. This is ink uh, erasure. <laughs> you can't erase pen. Um, <laughs> maybe you can. You just get some 
Whiteout. I don't know. Anyway, uh, you know, shows that are very long running but don't necessarily get the same hype as something like a, I don't know, Dragon Ball or a Haruhi. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to move on. This next show, probably not good, but has the most ridiculous name I've seen in a while. It's called The Ice Guy and His Cool Female Colleague. And it's getting an anime. And it's about uh, Himuro-kun, who tends to freeze nearby objects or summon snowstorms. And he's also got a secret crush on Fujitsuki. Uh, no, <laughs> Fuyutsuki. And uh, I don't know. It's probably just going to be some random generic romance anime. But yep. I just really like saying the ice guy and his cool female colleague. Does he like get you know like make snow something that gets horny instead of a nosebleed? Ooh, I guess we're gonna find out. In the date has not been announced. We'll talk about this again when it gets a release date announced. I'm sure. Uh, oh, why is there a fox girl in this? Come on! Look, why isn't there a fox girl in more things? Is the question you really need to be asking yourself. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, there is a show called The Maid I hired recently is mysterious. This is another great one with a really great description. It's called I hired a maid who has something about her that I just can't put my finger on. <laughs> and yeah. that's the show. <laughs> Uh, that is coming out July 23rd. Uh, moving on. Oh, here's one for the Gundam people. Uh, so I didn't know this, but Bright Noah is a Gundam character. I've heard that name before in the original. He was 19, apparently. But in this remake of this movie that I can't pronounce the name of, they made him in his 20s, like 25, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they had some interview where they answered why that is. Here's and the thing. I think that 19's fine. Uh, I Because th- here's the thing. Like, this article even is just like, 25 is even still young. But, like, I think that 19 works really well in the original anime. Like, it really feels like, like oh, like, they really are kids. Like, even the yeah. adult is a kid. I think making him six years older is like, like, yes, that's, he, that's still kiddish. But I don't know. I, like, it's just fine. Like, I just resign myself that, you know, Yaz's Gundam in origin stuff is just like different and he's doing something that's more his style, but I, I still prefer original Gundam. Like, I don't know. This, this kind of seems like it doesn't matter though. Like Yaz's Gundam is definitely like, he has his own flavor. He's changed a lot of stuff and this is just part of that. How do you feel, Benny? I also think this is just, I mean, I, I, I think I'm on the kind of the opposite side. I do like the Yaz flavors a little more than the Tamina flavors. And I think they're, they really are a chocolate peanut butter, both great individually, but they are a great combination that Reese's Cup that is original series. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it seems like this is almost like a cosmetic change, most of all, to kind of adjust the times. Because, I mean, 19 reflects kind of, those are creators who grew up in, like, like post, like World War II and post war, where a nineteen-year-old yeah. commander would be a more realistic thing, mm-hmm. whereas that would be unrealistic now, uh, more so because you're not having that's a little of total war in more industrialized countries. Yeah, but see, that's what I like about the original version of him being nineteen, right? Is because, like you said, like it shows how desperate they are that the only survivor of that original crew who's like in a command position is a 19 year old and he's like the most bottom of the rank. And yet he ends up somehow being the commander of, uh, you know, a white base. Yeah. 
Yeah, sorry, I, I almost forgot the name for a second. Um, Unless you're going by the novels, then it's the Pegasus, who, and it's a white base class ship. Whereas the right. show, it's a Pegasus class ship called the White Base. Yeah, so you know, I, I really like that idea of just like that's how desperate things are. Whereas his being 25, like I think, does take away from some of that desperation, right? It's like, oh, he's a 25 year old. Like that's uncommon, but you know, like if he was like a, I think it reflects more how things have changed in the past yeah. 50 years of a 25 year old commander would be a young commander now. Oh, for sure. I, I think it's also this weird thing of like, Oh, if you had anyone over 20, they'd be an uncle figure, not a brother figure. And it almost seemed like a studio imposition or a yeah. broadcaster imposition. You, That's true. You beat me to it, Vinny. That's because I, I, I realized we did not say the reason that he gave, uh, but yes, it's, you know, just like outdated concepts about age. They thought that if they made him in his 20s, that people would perceive him as an uncle instead of a brother. And they wanted him to be perceived as a brother. But it turns out that people can still be brothers when they're 25. Uh, it cuts off for me. 20. Sorry. No bro. <laughs> He's got, you know, uh, you know, Kyle has the same mentality of a broadcaster in 1979 Japan. It reminds me of a fake video game that I invented called Milf Manager. Which is milk manager or milf manager? Milf manager. Got it. And it's about uh, like a, a a porn star that's coming back after retiring now that she's the old age of twenty three. <laughs> so, so you really do just make um, dating sims in your spare time. I do. Uh, so we got some stuff coming out. Did I? Do this correctly. Uh, look, no, I don't know if this is a copy-paste error. There's a show called Blue Giant coming out. Is this right? No. It's a movie. Hold on. I think I I think I copy-pasted these things wrong. Uh, I, I, I can, I'm looking at the article. Oh, wait, um, no, this is right. Okay. Film. Blue Giant is the saxophone guy. The poster yeah. for this is so funny to me because he's just like fucking ripping on that sax. Like on a cliff in the middle of the night. It looks amazing. I definitely am going to watch this. Um, so, <laughs> have you watched the on the TV anime Kyle or read the manga? Oh, this is a. I, I see that it's based on the manga. I haven't read it, but uh, I don't know. Like, this is the kind of thing where I feel like music stuff tends to be better in animation. For the you know, there's this thing called sound that you get. <laughs> yeah. Um, so well, in that sense, I don't know if I'd want to read this. Apparently, this does tell you what they're playing though, so you can almost like put it on. And I think um, so uh, Deba Oki on her podcast uh, made a playlist like for reading with it. Well, that's really cool. Yeah, so they just reviewed volumes like five and six. Because after like a time skip in the manga. Well, I'm definitely down, uh, you know, to watch this movie. And if I like it, I will read the, the manga. So <laughs> this is very childish, but my favorite part about this article is that it's being made by a studio called Nut. And We've uh, talked about them before, haven't oh, we? Oh, I'm sure I've made a Nut joke before. This is this is a Gonzo Damoe podcast. Uh, I'm trying to see what else they've been, like, the main thing on. They did. Uh, Decadence. Oh, did they Decadence. do Decadence? Yeah. Uh, this is the Mob Psycho 100 director, it looks like, or at least somebody that worked on Mob Psycho 100, so. And they also sense. worked on all of the new Fooly Coolies. Oh, yes, because those have such great pedigree. Well, they <laughs> look those, good. Yeah, they look good. Pedigree. That's the thing, like, you know, like, 
So, you know, don't necessarily take the quality of the show to be and to impugn their visual talent. I really liked episode one of Fooly Cooly, whatever the first new one was, but I always get stuck three episodes in, so I don't know how it ends. Uh, more Suda51 news. There must have been, I don't know, some event that he was in. No More Heroes 3 got a release date for <laughs> Japan, I guess, uh, on many, many consoles. That's October 6th. I did not investigate enough to see if there is a outside of Japan release date in here or they'll be coming here. Um, the, this is the thing this game exists on the switch already. Oh, but yeah. this is the announcement that it's coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox, all of them. Oh, and I PC. understand. Okay. See that this is the great thing. Uh, this is, I have a bone to pick of just like, I know people love the switch, but it is the system that if a game is on, then that is the worst way to play that game. People just and forget it exists. No, I mean like, performance wise and technically like it is the worst to play like like when no more heroes 3 came out people liked the game like you know like it's like suda they've had problems with it but like it performs really terribly mm-hmm. and this will like be playing the game and it'll like give it a fresh coat of paint like now people will be able to actually evaluate the game for what it is versus like oh it will like it played at 12 frames per second and I couldn't see like nothing loaded five feet beyond my character kind of thing. So I'm looking forward to playing it. And of course it being on PC means that this will be future proofed. How are you supposed to jerk it off if you don't have waggle controls though, Kyle? Wasn't that like a big thing with no more heroes on the Wii? You had to like jerk the controller off to recharge your sword or am I just, did I imagine that? You're right. It had that. But I, the thing is they've been releasing the, no more heroes games one and two just got a pc release so like it is no longer a nintendo only franchise so this is just finishing that because this is the i think that there is like travis there's like a spinoff that's like not not no more heroes 4 that is on multiple consoles already um but this is the last mainline game so this is it's it's good news for people who are do not have a nintendo system or want to play it at like an actual like 30 frames per second (laughs) And make it want it to look nice. Should get wrecked, switch owners. Get wrecked. I gotta look this. What did they ever do to you? Bought a Wii U. <laughs> I liked the Wii U. I did too, but I liked it a lot less when they dropped it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so that's was, what they did to me, Vinny. It was poorly marketed. It should not have been called the Wii U. That's a pretty important part. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if this is the game that I'm thinking of. Uh, I cannot find Travis Touchdown's voice actor, but I want to say it was Quentin Flynn, that son of a bitch. Yeah, I think it is Quentin Flynn. Uh, I think he got fired from... I don't think he's in the in number three. I remember him complaining about that. But uh, you know what? Uh, I just wanted to take a moment to tell him to go fuck himself. Anyway, moving on, Stop Life Revengers, that's probably a thing. It's getting a movie coming out in 2023. The description is kind of uh, indecipherable to me. Uh, the world's ending, and it's there's a TV show about it. I don't know. But if you like that show, there's a movie coming out next year. It's, it's another one of those things that's like designed to be a multimedia franchise. It's like, it's going to have an anime and a smartphone game and a film. And... The all I know is like okay, so there's this little video at the top, which is just a teaser, 
which is like tells me nothing. But then there's a poster. There's two posters and they don't look good. So don't expect much, folks. I wonder if this is the show I tried watching and it was like, this is a 3D CG animation. Like, nope. Yeah. That's what the that's what the TV show. I don't know about this new thing if that's different, but the the teaser and the poster are for different things. I actually watched the teaser this time, and it's like, oh, this is like a Karajiri ripoffy kind of thing, which I'd watch. Oh no! Um, but then it's like cute girls flying and they're half robots or foxes or something. Is that what the poster looks like? Oh God, Vinny, you're gonna make me watch a Stab Life if you say that it's a Kawajiri. I mean, look at film. like the phrase "vampire cyborg." Yeah, I know, I know. Look, I will be there with you uh, in spirit, or we can watch it together, streaming to <laughs> scream in pain. Oh God, it hurts. It's uh, like occasionally, Gara Taniguchi is an interesting writer. Yeah, occasionally. Skate leading stars was not one of those moments. Um, so I don't know if we already said this, but like you remember Strike Witches? And then they had one called like Brave Strike Witches. I don't know what they're all called, but apparently they are going over to Sentai now, because Sentai got the new Luminous Witches. The previous ones I believe were all Funimation and Crunchy. Yeah. So take that. They yeah. got one of your babies. Yeah. I know that we talked about Strike Witches pretty recently, and I really buried the lead. So Strike Witches, the part that we talked about, it's about like these young girls who like pilot with robot legs and they don't wear pants and they have like machine guns and they have to fight like airplanes in this weird like World War II alternate reality bullshit whatever but what i failed to mention is that not only do they not wear pants but when they activate their robot legs they grow animal ears and a tail but only when they're using their powers yep so there you go that's the anime that is uh pretty heavily responsible for simulcasting i don't think it was the first one but it was one of the first ones Right, but this is the spinoff. This is the one where they uh, the girls are like idols. Oh, so they're they're. This is the one where they're like they have their fighter planes, but they're singing. They don't actually fight. So it's like AKB 48 but worse. Ooh, I this was, sounds about right. I was gonna say Macross without pants, but I mean same creator. <laughs> yeah. Same oh my difference. god! Is it Jesus Christ? No. <laughs> It's all um, Shoji, Shoji Kamori on both of those. So, oh god, he's honestly he is the ur text for all idol anime, um, and he does not get enough blame for that. Yeah, we're gonna find him. Uh, Netflix is streaming some anime. Uncle from Another World actually has a pretty funny premise. Uh, some guy he's like in a coma for twenty years. When he's in a coma, he's in like some alternate reality where he's, I don't know, some. Saving the world. I don't know. It doesn't matter. He wakes up and his, like, I guess nephew catches him up on all the technology and has to break it to him that the console wars didn't go so well. And I think that's really silly. Uh, And also Detective Conan, Zero T, Time. uh, Both of these are going to Netflix on July 29th. Oh, no, no. The other one is July 6th. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Okay, this next one is really long. I don't know if we need to go through all of these, 
because there's probably like 50 titles listed here. Uh, but uh, Crunchyroll announced its uh, spring simulcast schedule, it looks like. Or not spring, summer. My mistake. So, you know, there's lots of great things like Rent-A-Girlfriend Season 2 and Yure Deco. That's probably good. That's coming out July 3rd. We got Uruwata Ramano, Mask of Truth. Uh, and Ruby also coming out on July third. Uh, is there anything else that's interesting? My stepmom's yeah, daughter is my actually ex? good. The one that we talked about last week that we thought looked classroom good, of the elite. No, Licorice Recoil. Which oh oh yeah 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 that's coming out on July first. That like like I went through the entire list. I went title by title and I looked at them. And out of the ones that were newly announced, that's the only one that I'm going to check out. <laughs> I forget what that one's about. That's one where it's like they're dressed as maids, but they're Japanese maids, and they're also. Oh. We talked about how they had the like the manager was a is a black character. Oh yeah, yeah, that does look pretty good. The character yeah. designs I remember were very nice. Yeah, we were we like we didn't like think it was going to be like rock our socks up, but we were we were all like, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, Lucifer and Biscuit Hammer. That's a yeah. highly sought after one. That's on July eighth. That will get. Although it. I saw some people talking about it then on Twitter, and apparently the um, teaser does not look good. Ooh, it will get an English dub though. Devil's a part timer. Kyle's favorite show, July fourteenth. That's also getting an English dub. Uh, what? Oh, <laughs> I looks like a common writer anime. Which one? It says July 31st, Futo Pi. Oh, nice. Yeah, or maybe it's Futo Pi. It's probably Futo Pi. Oh, yeah, that's an adaptation of Kamen Rider Double. Yeah, so, uh, but that'll be fun. I know a lot of people love Kamen Rider. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else that particularly stands out to me. Uh, Tony <laughs> Kawa over the moon for I was going to say. stands out to you. Yeah, we're going to learn about that more this Wednesday on the No Name Anime Show, how I accidentally bought the manga for that. Because they give it a different name. Uh, it's okay from the creator of Hayate the Combat Butler, which is a show I never watched. Uh, but Dr. Stone special, that's also coming soon. So I don't know. Everything's on Crunchyroll now. And I don't know about YouTube, but I've noticed that I'm watching less anime now that the merger has gone through. And it's not because of any like moral or ethical thing i think i just like i liked the funimation app better than the crunchyroll app <laughs> and now that i have to use the crunchyroll app i just don't so Oof. uh let's see what is coming up also uh, rosa versailles had a i don't know if spinoff is the right word like the manga version of an ova it's a side story it's but not a, a spinoff yes so rosa versailles guided there uh, were some extra stories written, like something like 25 years later. Uh, they were announced to be coming out in English, and they were supposed to come out this year, I believe, and they got delayed till 2023. Surprise, because it is hard to get things published. The supply chain problem is real, and it's part of why I've been buying so much manga these days. It's like, like summertime rendering is a great example, because I had so much trouble finding volume one. When I found volumes two and three, I just bought them on the off chance that I would like volume one when I inevitably found it. Yeah. Uh, because it was so difficult to find volume. Like I, had to, I did eventually find it at Barnes & Noble. I think I talked about that on last week's podcast. Uh, but same thing with uh, Poon Poon. That thing was, it was out of stock for, for like the better part of a year. And so when they finally restocked it, I just bought it all. 
even though it was a lot of money. Like, I may not see this again, you know, in the next, you know, conceivably, you know, six months or so. And then they, like, sold out of that, too, like, shortly after I bought them. So uh, just more of the same happening here. Rosa Versailles, the, um, you know, Rosa Versailles proper is also pretty hard to find. So if you ever see volumes of that, it's uh, it's worth picking that up, even if maybe it's not necessarily, you know, the next one you need in your collection. Uh, yeah, I imagine that'll get reprinted. I mean, that manga also had a kind of troubled release in how in getting it all done. I think things. it did just get reprinted because I found volume one very recently after not seeing it for a long time. Um, same with Fist of the North Star. I hadn't seen that in print until last week, I think. Uh, anyway, uh, what is happening? There is a movie coming out. They didn't put the English translated name. It is Kino no Kuni Mizu no Kuni Shoujo. And <laughs> the reason I tagged this is because from the director of Batum <laughs> comes a new movie. Uh, I don't remember a lot about Batum. I just really like saying the name. I think the only thing that's actually exciting about this to me is that Madhouse is behind it. Uh, yeah. That's it. It's also one of those weird examples where they show the manga art, and this is one of those like incredible departures of art style. Oh, yeah. This is kind of like the Romeo and Juliet type story, sort of. But look at how different the art. Like It's all these very light, like almost watercolor-esque, mm-hmm. and then we go to the anime, and it's just like not bad. I don't know. Again, I, I just think that it's so weird when they adapt a manga, but like, like that's, I think that they should try harder to like bring that style over. If you're going to do an adaptation, I, call me crazy. We need to bring back Osamu Dezaki. He wouldn't do At least like make it like look that. unique, but it just kind of looks more generic. And I don't like that. Oh, her character design definitely, I think stands out personally. Like it looks a little like her head shape is different than what I usually expect in an anime or manga. That's true. She's not just like a winsome, you know, like beautiful maid. She looks a little bit more. Yeah, I I do like that part. Well, I'm sure we'll get more information about that coming soon. Uh, And maybe we'll get a translated version of the title because I I cannot guess. I know that girl is somewhere in there. Uh, Uzaki-chan wants to hang out. That was a show that had like a non-troversy. Uh, that's getting another season. We already knew that, but it's coming out in the fall. So if you want more obnoxious, like college people hanging out, then that's a show for you. Uh, Crunchyroll screening the one piece film red. That's not surprising. It's coming out this fall in North America, Australia, and New Zealand. I don't know anything else about it, but if you like one piece, then I guess you will get to watch that. Uh, later this year. I'm just really curious about it because uh, we had Noel on last night um, to talk uh, about the No Name show, but we I didn't say this, but like the One Piece films, even the ones that are now like quote unquote canon because Oda's writing them, mm-hmm. like they're really per- like superfluous. They're just like every Shonen Jump anime movie where it's like you could skip it and your life would probably be better for it. Um, <laughs> oh, that's time on. you could reclaim and watch something better. Um, sorry. I just don't like the, literally the only one piece film I like is the first one. I think that's the only one that's like actually good in and of itself. And the rest are just like varying levels of like, okay, 
that was maybe less of a waste of my time. They enjoy. Uh, I I've enjoyed. I enjoyed Film Gold when I saw it. Like they're they're just. Dis- Disposable, but I think enjoyable and well. And well yeah, they're enjoyable. I will say that. Like some of them are enjoyable, but they're not great. Whereas this one, the way that they're describing it, because uh, it's about like this is about a major character's daughter who's now being revealed. I I don't think this will be a like I think this will still follow that trend, but it sounds like they're trying to make this one a big a, a bigger well, event than the previous ones. I mean, this is like Frieza's brother in the Dragon Ball Z films that appears like of cooler. Yeah, who's a major character's brother, but we never never hear of him again outside of films. Yeah. I am trying to think if there's any like Shonen Jump movies that I thought were pretty good. I liked the first My Hero movie. I don't know if I like it enough to recommend it to people. I like that I like, shor- short where Naruto had to poop. I like the first of the new Dragon Ball Z films, Battle of Gods. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess Jujutsu Kaisen Zero was okay. And oh, you know what? Technically, you know what? Beautiful Dreamers. That's technically a Shonen Jump movie, right? Uh, Space Adventure Cobra. <laughs> there we go. If you go back a long time, then there were good ones. Yu Yu Hakusho, The Poltergeist Report, or whatever that movie was called. I I, I can't say the Fist of the Nightshine movie is good. <laughs> I love it, but it's not good. Uh, Sentai got some more stuff. When will Ayumu make his move? That is from the creator of Teasing Master Takagi-san. And that will, I don't know, probably be streaming on High Dive. So there you go. Uh, we also have uh, some kids making a Gundam hand move. I don't know. <laughs> I should have read this story. I just thought it was funny that it said, like, kids, remote control, life-size Gundam hand. And all I could think is, this is how supervillains are born. Yeah, I think they were just, it's more of like they were touring the facility. I believe that they're doing some maintenance to the Gundam. And mm-hmm. so they were showing kids of like, hey, we can, like the Gundam doesn't move, but we can make the hand move. And here, like we're going to, you know, it's kind of like intro to robotics and stuff of just showing kids cool stuff. Except where like I got a crappy demo of like something in my, you know, classroom. These kids get to move a giant Gundam hand. So yeah. I'm not trying to say I'm jealous, JP, but you are. Was- that's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I went to a fucking corn silo, so I would rather watch Gundam Hands move. Although, would not have known what that was at the age of eight. You uh, definitely know what Gundams are at the age of eight in Japan, so. That's fair. Well, yeah, they have like three of them just sitting around. <laughs> uh, so, this was the story that I foreshadowed called <clears throat> Kawaii Tanuki Moraku Janai. This is the anime, it's coming out July 23rd, and it's just about a tanuki that comes down from the mountains and slashes people. He's really angry. I don't know why, uh, but don't mess I with it. I did him. a documentary about it, Pompoko. Oh, word? No. Just God, <laughs> that just went right over your head, JT. <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't know anything about Hayao's Miyazaki. I added okay, an S to his name. Well, that's why you should know a little bit about Isao Takahata. Then. Oh, that's Takahata. My bad. It's okay. Isao's Takahata. Yeah, Isao's Takahata's. Uh, <laughs> it makes me think of like stereotypical New Yorker, like, ah, where's like Isao's Takahata's? <laughs> Got a bunch of Isao's Takahata over here. <laughs> I'm walking here, you fucking tanuki. <laughs> 
What is happening in my life? Um, I don't know. There is a manga called Dr. Stork. It had a COVID arc. It's ending in three chapters. That's all I got for you. Uh, it's about an OBGYN who, I don't know, delivers babies, presumably, and also does uh, whatever you do with the speculum. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> JP. Pap smear. That's it. Jesus. Um, <laughs> Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Yeah, Dragon Ball Super Super. It sold a million tickets after 12 days. Parentheses updated. Um, <laughs> that's $9.43 million. That's probably a lot of money. That's more than uh, some movie budgets. Coming out in America in August 19th. Uh, Psy Games, they are making an anime. I thought this was really funny because it's called Akiba Maid Wars or something. And you read the description and it just sounds like maids hanging out. Not well, If you watch the video, it, I, I think I understand because the whole idea is that they're in like Akihabara or somewhere, right? And then, but the thing is all of these maids are all competing to get people to come to their cafe. And so it's like the people on the streets passing out flyers but it sounds like there's going to be maybe rivalries and competitions with the other maid cafes in the area. I want them to fight. Yeah, like, are they going to be, like, bombing other maid cafes to, like, prevent... <laughs> like, I want a guerrilla war of maids. Yes. Yeah, I, I want like a gorilla too. dressed as a maid. Wow. That sounds like something you out know. of... Um... Cromartie? Yes. Yeah. I don't know why we both thought of Cromartie. That's funny. What other I have gorillas in them? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Mononoke, I think we talked about that there's a film uh, that's getting made last week. Because we had spoke about it last week, but the Kickstarter hadn't launched. Oh, gotcha. So the Kickstarter has now officially launched. And this uh, article, because there's been some controversy, because uh, it was, and they announced that the original creator designer is not coming back. And it sounds like the original creator tried to start some kind of a kerfluffle on Twitter of like, they didn't pay me and stuff. Uh, and, you know, tried to get them like some bad publicity, but it turns out that the company was forced to pull out the emails, which is like crazy. Uh, you said I, creator. I, I did. did this person create it? Cause it says character designer. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I said character designer. He said creator. Creator. Sorry. I, I tried to, I meant to say original character okay. designer. Uh, yeah, so it sounds like I, I just never seen a Japanese studio like come out and be like, "Listen, we got receipts. We don't like to contradict you, but this is like burning bridge stuff, you know." And he goes on to say, "Like we'll work with them in the future," but I kind of get the feeling they're not going to work together in the future. <laughs> um, so yeah, it sounds like that guy's going through some stuff, and he was like, they literally were forced to go online and be like, "Okay, look," he said here. That he he's saying he complained that we didn't get paid. Well, here's an email where he's like, "As long as you don't use my work, it's like I don't need to be paid. Thanks for putting up with me." Woof. And yeah, apparently his family had to get involved because he's going through some. They they say it's some kind of physical or mental health issue. Uh, so yeah, something's going on over there. Uh, you know, it's bad when a Japanese studio is having to like pull out the receipts. Yeah, it says right here that you told us to quote eat my fuck. What? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, Data Live, Data Live 
you know, pick your pick your poison. Uh, number four had a final episode, and at the end of it, they're like, we're making another season. I tried to look at what this show's about, and I could not figure it out. Because I don't think they put a description in the uh, news story. Do either of you know anything about this series? No, I don't want to keep it that way. Okay, that's fair. Uh, well, it's getting another season, so... Uh, so is Kaguya-sama Love is War. That's getting another anime. There was a hour-long episode that aired on Friday, and I guess they announced that they're doing more of that show. That one is fairly popular. Uh, yeah, this will be the number four, so season I, four. I feel like the they had like a, a theater screening of an episode recently. This, this title sounds very familiar to me, but I've not seen it. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, this is the mangaka reality show. I have mixed feelings about this because on one hand it feels exploitative, but on the other hand, I think it's very silly. Uh, so they're going to have a bunch of mangaka like compete to create uh, what says a full color vertical scrolling manga. I don't know what that means, but the winner gets 22 grand and uh, looks like a contract to put a manga out on the line app which I don't know if that's good or not, but 22 grand is pretty nice. Yeah, I, I mean, a vertical scrolling manga is just like one made for smartphones. So you just scroll up. So it's like an entire, I think it's like a short manga though. We're not talking like a chapter. It's more of like maybe a, maybe like a, pay, like a few pages worth maybe at max. Okay. But it's just done like specifically because this is for, um, this is being done by line. Like yes. they're like the winner will get like, uh, published serialized manga on the line manga app and so this way they don't have to get like a team it's more of like an individual creator situation that's why they're using this format it's gonna be on youtube this tv show uh so this next one is is bad news there was lupin the third like officially endorsed nfts but it's also very funny because the nfts are just pictures of shoes <laughs> Oh, they're 3D, like, models. My mistake. This is, like, everything I hate except Lupin the Third. I like... Yeah, but it's okay, because because this is Lupin, we should all just follow in, and we should steal... We should all just, like, right-click save, and therefore, it'll be the perfect crime. I think it's very funny. I didn't realize that they did this, that, like, a recent Lupin was just, like, Lupin the Third in Roman numerals with RD at the end. How do you pronounce that? Loop on the third? Uh, yes. I love it. Um, yeah, it's been the uh, the Koei K film series. Yes. Okay, so we're getting uh, close to the end. Uh, there was an update on the Seven Seas Union uh, uh, organization. Uh, I don't know what words I'm looking for, but it's great news because Seven Seas has voluntarily recognized their union. Uh, because, like, I mean, what the fuck were they going to do? They were not going to win that battle. Uh, there was almost 80% of the people voting that were in favor, so they didn't even bother voting. Um, one thing, because we talk about this on the No Name Show, these are coming out uh, in reverse order, uh, and I know that Kyle mentioned that it didn't include freelancers, but when I read this article, it seems like it may include freelancers. Uh, so, Let's see. Because the... Uh, like the byline or not the, the subheading is like, you know, trying to get better things for freelancers and staff. Uh, so they might not be included, but they still might be benefiting. I think is the 
function of things. If that makes sense. Yes. Well, it's good. It's great news. Uh, I hope to learn more about this in the future. I don't know if we'll learn the terms of the contracts, but maybe we will. will. It usually just posts on a website. Uh, so uh, Inio Asano is launching a new manga this winter. There's no information about it yet, but this is one of my favorite mangaka. I've started re-re-reading uh, Dead Dead Demons did Destruction. Uh, I finally, I've read the first volume twice, and it just, I could not follow what was going on. So I'm reading it a third time, and I finally get it. So uh, I'm excited about this. And then, of course, there's an anime adaptation coming out, I think, later this year. So that'll be cool. Uh, what else do we oh, have? he's the guy behind Nijigahara Holograph. Okay. Yes. Awesome. From the creator of Prison School and also the creator of Blue Lock comes, I don't know, some isekai manga about beautiful girls that also have sci-fi Super elements. ball girls. Super ball girls. Yeah. A lot. I'm in. Uh, <laughs> I, I got to zoom through the rest of these. Crunchyroll like, is adding ball. some Gundam. Uh, to their stuff, uh, Love Live has a spinoff film coming out next year. Uh, there's also some anime coming out from Madhouse. What does this say? It's a Renaissance era film. Let's go over. This anime. is like actually looks. I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, yeah, this is up at least my alley. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Chi chikyu uh, no undo ni su. Suite. It says the English translation is chi on the movements of the earth. Um, moving on, tsunami ratings. They're not great. They have dropped almost 200,000 from the previous week. I'm assuming there were series finales last week, and this week is mostly repeats because everything is like not great. Uh, Primal lost 172,000 viewers that is wild like half of its audience basically uh so let's get into our right stuff top 10 uh this is for the blu-ray we have Lupin the third part one we have sea control money and soul and possibility at number nine dark stalkers at number eight fuse memoirs of the hunter girl at number seven Lupin the third versus detective conan tv is it special uh at number six plant Planet With at number five. Demon Slayer uh, looks like it's Mugen Train at number four. Aho Girl at number three. Project Echo at number two. Project Echo 2, my mistake, at number two. I know there was a, um, what do you call it, a discotheque sale. Uh, And then we have Dragon Ball Super, the complete series limited edition steelbook. Uh, I think this might be a new release. That's a new release, all of it. Uh, And then let's go over to our manga. And surprise, it's all... Oh, we got a Berserk volume in here. That's at number eight. Otherwise, lots of Spy Family. One Piece manga box set at number six. Uh, We got some Chainsaw Man at number four. Jujutsu Kaisen at number three. And then One Piece uh, manga box set two at number one. Otherwise, it's all Spy Family. And then we jump over to our DVDs. At number 10 is Golden Boy. At number nine, more Darkstalkers. Uh, 80 Police Files at number eight. Sacred Blacksmith, the save edition at number seven, Astro Boy 2003, at number six, Metropolis at Slash Memories, at number five, Gunbuster 2, uh, DVD 1, 2, and 3 are at 2, 3, and 4, respectively. And then at number one, surprise, because it just got announced, uh, a new series, Trigun, is at number one, the DVD version. Well, there is no Blu ray version. Don't let the internet lie to you. He looks like he's picking his nose in that picture. He's picking his what? nose with a gun. It's every no, w- time. With his finger, like his pinky. Do you see in the picture? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, it does. 
Yeah, I'm just saying. This <laughs> has been the Gonzo.moe News Broom. I almost said no name show again. That's coming out on Wednesday. We talked about One Piece and TimeboCon and some manga that I read. Uh, get more of these episodes on your favorite podcatcher. I don't know. Follow us on Twitter and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Looks like the end of Gunbuster 2 DVD 1. What, did they finally sell out? Well, it's the add to cart button is gone. Oh, damn. Breaking news. era. Holy shit. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess... uh, Guess there's no more buying Gunbuster. No more. No, those are, no one's buying that for anything. They're buying that for free shipping. I know. Uh, you know, you all... can still find them on eBay. Also, there's a complete set available. For the whole fair. thing. You know what's what's really interesting to me is their Welcome to the NHK manga and novel is back in stock. It's been in stock for a while, but like that was like old Tokyo Pop shit, and the novel was out of print for like a decade. And now you can buy it again. Did and they find a case of it or did they? I, um... I don't know. Uh, but I remember when I tweeted about it, right? Stuff like liked the tweet and it was like, I don't know if they sent me an emoji or something or said like miracles can happen. So like tells me that like it's real. Cause I've also seen it go from sold out back to in stock again since it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I recently, it should show up later this week. Uh, I finally filled in the gaps of the manga because I was missing like volume three and like volume eight. And so we'll see if it's Tokyo pop branded or uh, viz, I believe has the rights to that now. So we'll see if it's a, like a viz rebranded version. Uh, what's would be more funny than having a different logo on the side is that my copy of welcome to the NHK, the manga is yellowed because it's so old and these ones are going to be brand new. Uh, so it will be very silly as they sit on my shelf together. Uh, anyway, thank you two for joining me. And uh, I got some guitar things to take care of. So I will talk to you two later. You do those guitar things. Right. Later. Cheers. You be the guitar hero. <laughs>